ku ojumo ni bi gbogbo te tin bo mi e ka bo si ri owuro oni ojo tuesday e je ki abadua oruko jesu oro jade si o bili so pe oran oro re o si mu won lara da gbogbo idi ara re oro olorun ko tu won lojiji agbara ominira ko ba le o asayan lowo ko ba le o olori ayan mo re ko wa ori o jesu oluwa wa mo wa ninu we owe ori ikejidi ni ogun ese ikerin le logun proverb chapter 18 verse 24 e bo bi o ti wi eni to ni ore pupo o se si ipanu wa ara re ore kan si nbe to fi ara mo ni ju arakunrin lo ama ye ni to ye pe bi o si sin le oko loni ore lo bo ko lowo e ama ya won to ti ku te ke ore lo se kupa won mi o so ke gbugbu ore ni o da o ṣugbọn o pe ke eyan mo lo re ta le o pe ra e lo re baba testimony bayi tori mi o lo re mi o de lota aburo ba ori rajo laburo mo so pe a mu mo bo se se jare labaja kan lo help e ko ni nkan kan opolopo ore o di o ni won ma wa di ore won lati mo fi se yeye o re ni siyan loju to ba de de yin e wa be si soro lai da hun wonu olohun mo so tele sur loruko jesu kesi eje jesu ko wonu mi re lo agbara e mo ko wonu e lo agbara jinde ko darapo mo jesu oluwa wa eja pade ni god of testimony prophetic ministry international la agbo marun irole oni fun bible study pako e ko oro olorun beso ka won emi se gbe tori pe won ni mo o ma dara fun wa baka na to ba di otun la ma je se lasan akoko losu ibaba mi nu oluwa lati wu ibada won bo wa sure fun wa a o de gbo aso tele woli tiki ba ti o ma dara fun o to ba wa wa dupe lowo mi wa de dupe lowo jesus christ pe o fi ori ofe gba o lati ra anu gba wa ri ran lowo gba 24 to 27 ni panseke usid ni panseke skating grand ye loruko jesus wa da fun o agbo merin role lojojumo lawo se soji yen adebodu twins dare melody elijah akintude ati sera praise lawo pade ninu so isoji yen isoji ni role lojojumo o ma dara fun akori isoji e lapin ni hope for the hopeless ireti fawon alai ni reti o ma dara fun wa ri ran lowo olorun gba o o ma leri losi mo tun so wa leri losi iyo wuro yi ko se fun adura ati igbani niyanju e pe baba wa ninu oluwa si ori ero ibani soro yi 09081200200 bako na testimony prophetic link lori facebook ati baba testimony 123 lori instagram jesu loluwa Playing the best music, best for hardworking Nigerians who are getting the job done. Rest, one hundred seven point nine FM. Fresh one hundred seven point nine FM. That's the Oluma. Okile, fala fala. 
Tryna spend my life doing well Tell me what I gotta do to prove to you That I'm a chain man, won't do the same thing Was stuck in my ways, but now I change And them thoughts that left my brain Ooh, ooh, oh Seven oh four on the clock on Fresh One Hundred Seven Point Nine FM. Abel Kute, very good morning to you and welcome to Freshly Pressed. I've got Hakim Kareem in the building. Good morning, welcome on board. Oh, okay. Good morning. How We're are sort you? of matching, but like in reverse, like blue and white stripes. But yours no, are lighter. No, no, it's flower now. <laughs> Can you imagine? Girls like flower. <laughs> See how so we maybe, just maybe on Valentine we just give you flower. I don't mind. I don't mind. Thank you very much. But unfortunately, ladies want flowers. Uh, they don't know. They want roses. Are we talking about ladies they, they, of me they, now? They, they, want, they, want, they want roses, but they don't know most times have to have thorns. <laughs> Do you know? Give us, we'll accept with the thorns like the thorns that. With the roses. We know that life. You want to take the roses? You want to thorns. avoid the thorns? No, I could take the roses and the thorns because oh. I can cut the thorns off. Oh. Yeah. Before Good. I put in my flower vase. So that's yeah. just a message for people. <laughs> for roses, they have to be thorns. Definitely. For everything you Definitely. want to get in life, they you have, have to, to be... put the work in. You have to sweat. You have to work hard. Yeah. So that's what the message. So long yeah. as short, you're buying me flowers. Is that no, what you're saying? I'll just get one flower for you. I'll cut from. You cut from the Imagine, imagine, and uh, you people wonder why I keep him in the other room. This is part of the reason, guys. Locked in the other room, locked up permanently. <laughs> Welcome. We're gonna dive straight in. We're starting off with a story from the Punch newspaper. Adamu remains in office as Buhari delays appointment of new IGP. The presidency on Monday said no date has been fixed for the appointment of a new inspector general of police. The incumbent IGP, Mohamed Adamu, was expected to leave office on Monday, having attained the statutory retirement age. However, Adamu was in office till past 6 p.m. on Monday and attended to a large number of visitors. Findings indicate that he did not hand over to any senior officer as expected. The Punch reports that the president was supposed to convene a meeting of the police council, which has the mandate to appoint a new IG. Findings, however, indicate that the council, which comprised the president, state governors and the chairman of the police service commission, merely adopts whomever is appointed as IGP by the president, contrary to its prescribed roles. Speaking on Channel's television, Sunrise Daily, presidential spokesman Garba Shehu said he was not aware of the imminent announcement of a new police chief. He stated, The president returns to Abuja from Katsina on Tuesday. He should be on his desk by Wednesday. I don't know when he will do this. One thing I can assure you is that in places sensitive like that, there is no vacuum that will subsist. So therefore, the system will take care of itself. Shehu also stressed that the appointment of the next IGP will not be based on ethnic considerations. The president will rather have an inspector general of police who will make you an eye safer, protect life and property than one who is more pronounced by his tribal max, he noted. Shehu said it is impracticable for top security appointments to be made based on factors such as ethnicity or regions. The spokesman added that the appointment will be based on who can best help to protect lives and property across the country. 
The heading from the Punch newspaper reads, Adamu remains in office as Buhari delays appointment of new IGP. I mean, the story made me chuckle a little when he said when they said he was there till 6 p.m. <laughs> and attended to a large number of guests. No signs that, you know, he was packing up or planning to hand over to any senior officer. So we're waiting to see. Hmm. Yes, I know it's a mixed bag for me. It's a mixed bag for me. For one, I know there's no human being born of a woman that has the potentials or capacity to do and that no other person can feel can do what he can do or do even do better. Uh, I also know that um, Mr. President has a prerogative, absolute prerogative in a way, not absolute, but a, but a prerogative, a conventional prerogative that may even be unconstitutional to appoint IG single-handedly, but though even in defiance of the Police Service Commission. Uh, the police uh, police council, right? Hmm. And now I we discussed this in the bar yesterday. Myself and promise, and I told promise that there are two scenarios. The system has, like Mr. Gabashi was said, the system has to take care of itself, right? And what is the system doing now? Do we, we are, in other climbs, probably the next in command will have been handed over to because in maybe in other climbs, once you have reached retirement age, they know it's almost an aberration to mm. ask for a day extra. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. Because there will be a lot of competent persons lining up behind you that also want to be in that, those positions to do their best. That even when that person is doing a very good job, does it really insinuate that he should be there perpetually? Even Is it the post of a KBSC <laughs> that until he dies, they now look for an Aroli or somebody to succeed him? Even no matter how well, you are the IG or the police, even you are doing extremely very well, which is not even the case now. Because security issues in the last 24 months in Nigeria have not been this worse. And this, I doubt if it is a coincidence with the timing of IG Adamu hmm. as the IG. So, in my opinion, now the system that they said was going to work, what I felt was that it was going to be him handing over to the next most senior person in the absence of this Mr. President is on leave in Daura and uh, probably has not deemed fit to appoint a, a, an IG. So, at that post, there will not be a lacuna. Or a, a, a vacuum in that position. So the man now, constitutionally or constitutionally, conventionally or conventionally, has presented himself in office even beyond his retirement age. Hmm. Hmm. But this same person will write memo that every other person that is retiring should be pulled out on the a day to their retirement. Hmm. Do you understand? You can see what is happening now. Where we say the laws in Nigeria are for we and some for them. Now this is a law for them. Now this is a law that has been violated in the breach. But you know that once you have retired, the fact that even a nomination has not been made, hmm. but the fact that it shows you know that, you, that this is what is well, supposed to, to be. be. But now it's apparently waiting for Mr. President to either give me a six month extension. Don't forget, there's a precedence. Hmm. Hmm. There's a, there are pre not even a precedence, many precedences. Most of the people that just retired last week st overstayed close to two years, if hmm. not more than hmm. that. The civil defense person. Over also over in fact there was a letter given to him for him to stay more beyond his retirement age. On the on the contrary, we'll now be harassing innocent people, junior workers, to retire a day before or to even in the police that's where it's even worse. Because even for this man to become IG, a lot of his seniors have to be retired mm. in one fell swoop for him to be IG. So I think these things on the long run does not breed professionalism. 
does not breed goodwill in the in 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 in, in this security agency. And, and uh, it shows that the system is clearly flawed, and we need to have systems that everybody adheres to. And it shows that when we say the system will take care of it, hmm. maybe it's a bad system we are talking exactly. about. Exactly. Let's track another story. This one's coming from the Vanguard newspaper. Transparency International's report indicates Nigerians, not Buhari, says presidency. The presidency has said the Transparency International report that ranked Nigeria low was an in- indictment of, of Nigerians and President Mohamed Buhari or his administration. Garba Shehu, the senior special assistant to President Buhari on media and publicity, said this on Monday while answering questions on the TI report. Vanguard reported that Nigeria dropped to 149 on the 2020 Transparency International Corruption Perception Index to become the second most corrupt country in West Africa, scoring 25 out of 100 points, the worst in two years. Reacting, the federal government had said Nigeria's low rating does not truly reflect great strides by the country in its fight against corruption. However, speaking on television on Monday, Garba Shehu said the report was a judgment on Nigerians, reiterating that the said report was blind to the areas where the federal government had done extremely well. According to Garba Shehu, we want to be complimented for the things we are doing well. As a government, it's not for us to stop them from releasing reports. But based on the parameters used, Transparency International's report is not a judgment on the president or his administration. It is a judgment on Nigeria. Nigerians. The two parameters they dwelled on are essentially Nigerian problems. They are talking about the political culture of this country. Is it Buhari that is a thug? We are not doing thuggery. And then they talked about the justice project, perceived corruption in the judiciary. These perceptions are essentially not correct. Shewo agreed that there were issues, but that so many things were ongoing, such as judicial reforms. It was then pointed out to him that the report did not capture the private sector informal economies, markets, but civil service, appointments, prosecution of corrupt officials, among other issues. Then asked why the federal government responded to the Transparency International's report if it indicated Nigerians and not the presidency. Garbashe, who said, we responded because the report turned a blind eye on where we did extremely well. He noted that before we came, corruption was part of daily life and it was never denounced. But now, with increasing education and awareness, Nigerians are coming to accept that corruption is wrong and not the way to go. And that's the story, according to the Vanguard newspaper. Um, Transparency International's report indicts Nigerians, not Buhari, says presidency. Yes, when, Mr. when former President Gulojanata was, was the president, mm. that report indicted him and his government. Mm. And I remember the ACN alluding copiously to that several times mm. and using it as one as a campaign point mm. that under Jonathan, the Nigerian nation had, uh, had, uh, had degenerated as the most corrupt nation under the Transparency International. It's just I, I never knew we were going to discuss this. I would have looked at those stories and referred to them and referred to the words used by Mr. Alain Mohamed at that time and uh, a whole lot of others. But now it's Mr. General President Mohamed Bouhari's turn and it's not about his government, it's not about his party, mm. it's not about the Nigerian people. Thank God President Mohamed Bouhari is also a Nigerian and when they say something is about Nigeria, it affects him first. Mm. It represents him first. Because uh, he's the number, he, one, he's citizen. The number one citizen. 
and is the man that has the power. He's the man that was elected to solve problems, not to give uh, complaints. And as Mr. Gagba Shea was talking about uh, judicial reforms, when did the judicial reform start? Since 2015. Where has it ended? The political reforms, when did it start? Where has it ended? What has happened in between? Mm. What progress have we made in between? I told you the other day I was in a court group. I saw the woman sweating in the bathroom. The yes. woman was, I told the woman was yes, sweating, sweating in court. Trying to take she, had to, she had to take uh, a baby. Mm, and find herself. To be finding herself. At the time she said she cannot continue. But as even if she goes into her chambers, there's no light. Mm. Do you understand? And so, we expect what what efficiency would expect from such a woman? And what I can do is that inefficiency, mm. service failure, is part of what Transparency International we even see as acts of corruption. If you you had it good, you ensure you get things done right. Mm. But now they do, most of these things are not done. Police reforms, I don't know institutions, institutional uh, 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 reviews that the government should do. But when people want to take the flowers, take the roses, but avoid the tongues, that's what Mr. Gawashi is doing now. They want to accept the luxuries and privileges of being in leadership. But they don't want to accept when the foibles come, when the criticism comes. And then push it on the people. They didn't push it on the people. The people that are not taking the decisions. The people that elected you to take decisions on their behalf. You're not saying when things don't work, mm. it's about them. But when things work, when the people when they fight private jets, when they go for medical checkup, when they live ostentatious lifestyle, it's about the, the, they are the leaders that mm. time. But when it's about negative ranking, it's about the people. That's hypocrisy of the highest order for Mr. Gaba Shehu, if I may put it that way. Mm. You see? But unfortunately, we have had a situation where this media is. I wonder how they sleep in the night. <laughs> when they lie to us all through the day and they take a little truth, a, a, a lot of lies, and use a little truth to cover it up. But those of us that can interrogate issues beyond the surface, we dig deep and see that this is the Kiriani, uh, what I would someone would call lie lie. Do you understand? So in my in my considered view, the transversal and this is one thing I keep saying. I said it in the also yesterday. No nation or system or institution will be assessed at its high point. Hmm. They will be assessed on their weak links. It's for the government to push out its narrative or its high point. It's for us that want to critique them to order to put, put push out make them work better. Mm -hmm. We'll not be president, we're not psycho fans. It's like when I will say, ah, after you now, after you now, ignore gone. the negatives and only focus on the positives. You, that works, you know, when you're not even exaggerate exactly the positives. the positives. But systems are assessed on their lowest link, hmm. are praised on their lowest link Indeed. so that there can be improvement. Indeed. But when you now say uh, they have ignored our positive, they are talking of the negative. You talk of the positive. <laughs> talk of your positive. And let, let people's life be better because of the positive that you have done. Hmm. You see, I keep saying, I keep saying, I don't know. But then I wonder why people, these people, how these people are able to sleep at night if their conscience is still alive. Let's rock another story. This one's coming out of Ogun State, and you can find it on the Punch newspaper. Ogun Silent on Igbo's visit says Abiadun's aide misquoted on alleged invitation. The Ogun State government on Monday declined comment on the visit of Yoruba rights activists Sunday Adeyemo, a.k.a. Sunday Igboho, to the state. It, however, denied reports that it had enlisted him to combat crime in the state. 
Early on Monday, Igboho stopped briefly in Abeokuta, the state capital, on his way to Yewan North, local government of the state. While addressing the, his followers in Abeokuta, he said, I observe there's an injustice from the herdsmen because they know the powers that be in the federal government. They behave like the Yoruba and nobody. They kill, they kidnap our people, they rape our women. Any Fulani herdsman who engages in kidnapping will be flushed out. Igboho said he would visit all parts of Yoruba land and ensure that there was peace everywhere. He said, the reason for our visit to Ogun State is to flush out killer herdsmen. We have not visited the governor. We will do that after we have flushed the Fulani herdsmen out of the state. But a statement by the chief press secretary to the governor, Kunle Shomori, on Monday quoted the state commissioner for information and strategy, Abduwahid Odushile, as denying news reports credited to Remy Hazan, the special advisor on public communication to Governor Dakbar Biodun, adding that the reports quoted the virtual interview out of context. In the interview, Hazan had said that the state government would continue to work with all the stakeholders to ensure security of lives and property. Sadly, this statement was twisted to mean that the state had invited Mr. Deyemo to help curb insecurity. This is regrettable and totally misleading. The statement said the government will continue to attract and welcome all those with legitimate reasons to live and work in the state. The statement added, at all times, the government will ensure that all security agencies and indeed all stakeholders operate within the ambit of the law and will neither welcome nor endorse any initiative that amounts to self-help or is outside the contemplation of the constitution. And that's the story coming out of the Punch newspaper. The heading reads, Ogun silent on Igbo's visit says Abiodun's aide misquoted on alleged invitation. Yes, I I read the first report that said he's welcome. Mm. But now that you are saying it's a virtual interview, I don't know what I to think mean. I actually um was pay- listening to that interview or I read the transcript of that interview over the weekend and the man did say um, they welcome all stakeholders and I think he even specifically clarified that they weren't uh, inviting anybody to come in as a vigilante or oh, to come and flush people you out. listen to him yes to come and flush people out but that they welcome all stakeholders do you understand and then I think the person specifically asked about so Mr. Adi and he said yes not to come you know on the same hand in Ibarakpa land but to come and engage if he really has ways that can help you know curbed in security issues. He did not say oh come and help us, come and rescue us. He did not call the invitation. I I know that no elected public officer in Nigeria today or appointed public officer will openly call for because whether you like it or not with due respect to a lot of people's opinion and this is very controversial Hmm. and uh, it's very important that people listen and uh, do not form their opinions about what we say based on what they feel. They should be on what we have said here so I will not be misquoted. And now this is my opinion. Um, in our state, you know, we said Igbo's emergence as a star boy, like they call him mm. now, was because of the failure of leadership. Mm. I discussed this with you. Yes. We discussed it everywhere. And uh, leadership at what level? Leadership from the federal government of Nigeria, leadership from the governor of the state, leadership from the senatorial district, leadership from the traditional council, leadership from the House of Rep member. Everybody there, the whole gamut of leadership failed this is, that Ibarapa East situation. And then it led to where it led to where it had to. There was a vacuum which he had to fill. Hmm. Did he fill that vacuum or not? This debatable, debatable. I feel it did not totally fill the vacuum, but it showed us 
that there was a lacuna. Hmm. Governor Shimakende has been to that place. His aides have been there. His commissioner of police was, uh, was there. The the SS security was there. Even because he spent the night in the Bayapa East. Mm. And since the campaign, that has not happened. Yes. So he, he, he ignited dialogue. He ensured that, you know, spotlights were Whether he did it conventionally, whether he did it unconventionally, whether he did it uh, hoodly, I think the people there are better off now than they were before that scenario happened. And so now, even if the commissioner did not ask Sunday Bo to come, do we know what the people have been facing? I saw that video. I saw a video trending last week appealing to Sunday Bo to yeah, come. Yeah, to come. That they wanted him, that they were suffering. We read a report here where we learned soldiers from one particular barracks mm. were following elders to go and beat chiefs or bars, people, and dealing with them. She said, you must accept the Fulani Edsman. Now, me, I'm not one that will uh, that will do a profiling based on ethnicity mm. or to say all Fulani are bad. I know that for every criminal we have, I don't care about the color of his eyes. Mm. I, I, what I care is that he has blood running in him. He's mm. human. Where is he from? Does not matter. Does not to matter. Me. Did he commit a he crime? He should just be yes. dealt with like 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 a criminal that he is. But then, unfortunately, the Fulani, the and particularly the Mieti Allah, have created a perception of seeking to protect their people in a way that seems that they do not care of the fundamental human rights of uh, other Nigerians, Nigerian, particularly the host. Particularly the host. But I know that nobody will have invited Sodo Ibo. But then, is there, a, is there a failure of leadership? Whether we accept this or not, the systems we have today, constitutionally, conventionally, and the security apparatus and architects has failed Nigerians. Hmm. Well, okay, you have been to my house many times. The junction, the gate before my house. I was making some calls there two nights ago, around 10 p.m. Okay. When I got to I was being told that at that particular junction, they fired shots more than 10 rounds two hours before I got wow, there. Wow, and you were the just get, there in the your car. The gate man had been, fired, had been shot. Wow. Now we don't have a security man. And, and you and, were in your car and those guys, those guys went away very calmly. No one to stop Challenge them. them. But you know that yesterday when I was going home, I saw a Montekun guys. Okay. I, I saw them like maybe a kilometer or two away from that part of the last one. I begged them, please, hey, my just you this I want to say, you remember, you know, there's a response. But that Montekun van, there were like six of them, hmm. two vehicles. How many sports can they man even in one local government in the state? So it means that we need to do more about our security system. It means that we need to spend more resources, not just throw money at them. Hmm. But in my opinion, whether it's in Ogun State, whether it's in Oshun State, whether it's wherever, in the presence of Nigeria, security has failed consistently. Leadership has failed consistently. There's a vacuum, a, a wide gap. A white gulf that needs to be to be filled by purposeful leadership, by constitutional amendment. Maybe I don't want to join the cliche saying restructuring, restructuring, restructuring. But in my considered view, in my considered view, I think uh, we need to do more so that people having to resort to brigandage to solve criminality mm. will not occur. And I found to align with the governor, was of Governor Shimakini, who also said we will not support criminals to oppose criminality. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. It's very mm. critical. Mm. The of we government, can't fight crime with crime. It just does not make the sense. The institution of government must work effectively. Mm. We must up the game. Even in America, in the better climes, where things are working perfectly, they still have challenges about issue of guns. What did they do? They reviewed the process for issuing guns. And they know that gradually they will take the guns away from the bad guys. And it's getting better. At least how many times have we heard of 
masculine and mass shooting. None has rampant as before. Mm. Leadership is not a static thing that we say, because we have done this, then we'll keep quiet, we'll go to sleep. You want to go to sleep as leader, then retire and go and sleep in your home. Very nicely said, Hakim Karim. We're going to track another story coming out of Ogun State. And this one was trending over the weekend, was trending yesterday as well. The heading reads, Police summon Ogun Hotelier over CCTV cameras uncovered in rooms. The Ogun State Police Command said it had commenced the investigation into the alleged invasion of privacy of guests at the Pavilion Hotel in Odobulu area of the state. The development followed public outcry against the hotel after an online video showed guests lamenting the discovery of closed-circuit television cameras in their rooms. In the trending video, a guest was seen removing a camera that was planted in an air conditioner in one of the rooms. The guest said, this is a room in the hotel we are sleeping. We just found out there is a camera installed in every room. These are the four we removed from other rooms. This is the fifth room, and we just found out that there is a camera inside. The cameras have recorded my brother's and mother's nakedness. Imagine, you are putting cameras in our rooms, infringing on people's privacy, seeing people's nakedness. Nigerians, while condemning the action of the hotel management, called on the police to probe the allegation. The state police public relations officer, Abimbola Uyemi, said, The owner of the hotel stays in Lagos and the divisional police officer in Odobolu has invited him. We're expecting him to come and state his reasons for doing so. And that's the story according to the Punch newspaper. Police summon Ogun Hotelier over CCTV cameras uncovered in rooms. Illegal. So illegal. In every way. You know, you know just I, I, wrong. I, I saw the video. You know, these are these are I check videos now. I just browse through it. I don't watch. Mm. I don't have the time to watch all these videos. At times it's fifteen minutes, at mm. times it's uh, twenty minutes, I don't have the time. I just try to go and read the comments section and see what people are saying about about those videos, you know. And uh, because most times these videos you cannot even you cannot even uh, be able to be sure of the authenticity. Maybe as per timing was it mm. short. I hope it's not an old video, this and that, you know. So I didn't watch but later when this story now when I read this story I was not like, oh so this really this actually happened and I was wondering who should be responsible for that. Uh, is it the Ministry of Tourism? Is it, who is responsible for First of all, the police because it's a crime. Yes, it's a, it's a crime now. So yes, we want all the footage. And, uh, what are they doing with the footage? Yes, why, why, why will you have cameras? There was a hotel I was spent the night in a long at a time that I saw a light blinking. Mm. I saw a light blinking. It looked like an hidden camera to me. I just called one of my friends. Eventually, we just go and look for one pali to cover there, it, to yeah. cover it. You know, if they, if they are foolish, show them you are not foolish like them. But then I think this is an aberration. This is a, a very, very uh, huge assault on their fundamental human rights. You know, and who knows where... Yes, you have a right to secure. You have a right to secure... Public areas, uh, public common area, areas. Balconies. Walkways. walkways you know, but not not toilets way, and not rooms. Not, not the way this was done. This is uh, apparently that man should be sanctioned, and uh, that man probably should have been from not this age, maybe like ten two centuries ago, because that's so archaic, mm. that's so unthinkable. I was just wondering. Or perverted, what, what, depending what on the, what, what, what was the motive. <laughs> that's sure why I said it could be perverted. If to he because... put up a a camera 
open that people go to check in the room. No one will take the rooms. Hmm. So that's why they have to go and hide them inside. inside the, uh, and inside it's the, the deviousness of it as well. I understand you might be trying to protect your property, but if you're doing that and you're also committing a crime, then I mean, you're not better than the people you think you, are actually uh, worse than you get. So I'm happy that, you know, the police are looking into it while they are waiting for him to honor their invitation. I wonder what they're going to do about footage that's been, you know, you know, collected already because now they've given him ample it time depends, to destroy it, it evidence. On the and push of the people that complain mm. and it depends on how well the police really want to do their job because I, I think it was made to provide the footage from the moment that hotel was set up mm. and uh, because uh, he, he has a reason for it you have apparently have a, a, a drive to keep the footage right uh, since he wants them for each camera for each room then they should make him make those available to him but I think this should not be allowed to go with levity definitely not but I see more to it than well, what, what what yeah, and I hope this is a cautionary tale for, you know, business owners that feel like, you know, because it's their business, they have a right to infringe on, you know, people's um, private business or personal space or human rights. It isn't good enough. And this man didn't think he'll get caught. But, but even see, if you get the evidence, you can't use it. It's like, it's like, it's like when you have evidence and the evidence that will help you, where is the source of your evidence? Like, I don't know. So many things cross your mind. You know the kind of things people go and do in hotels, private moments and things. Imagine if one of his staff or even him was using those kind of things to blackmail people. You know, so many things could it's happen. Not, it's not impossible. It, it leaves too much room for questions. I'm sure and not the end of this story. I hope not. I hope not. And I hope, you know, he's taught a lesson. This is beyond just pay. Fine. I mean, are you going to contact every single person whose footage you have? It just, you know, it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's move away from that story. The next one we're tracking is from the Vanguard newspaper. Police arrest nine land grabbers in Ogun. Men of Ogun State Police Command have arrested nine members of a notorious land grabbing syndicate for unleashing violence on people of Agbogun village in Iwekoro local government area of Ogun State. The arrested suspects, according to a statement by the command spokesman DSP Abimbola Uyeyemi, included Benga Odeni, Owolabishobayo, Michael Ramoni, Ido Udauda, and Femi Fadaunsi. Others are Rasmus Ahmed, Adi Lukman, Yakubu Akinwande, and Siki Rubalogun. Abimbala said the suspects were arrested following a distress call received at Obadaoko Divisional Headquarters from the ballet of the village that the land grabbers who came from different areas of Ifon, um, Gasline, and Songota have invaded the village and violently attacked the people, extorting money from those working on their sites. Upon the distress call, the DPO, Obadaoko Division, CSP Bernard, Edi Agbonya, mobilized his patrol team to the scene where they met the suspects attacking one Mrs. Oniide Falashade and one Mrs. Agbogun, who were developing their sites. On sighting the policemen, the hoodlums took to their heels, but they were chased and nine amongst them were apprehended. I'm going to stop right there. You can track the rest of the story from the Vanguard newspaper. Um, men of the Nigerian police in Ogun State arrest nine land grabbers police arrest nine land grabbers yes when have been arrested what's the next thing are they charged <laughs> to court are they allowed to pay a bill are they allowed are, are there investigations because this is your land grab you know you see a lot of things these things continue because uh, the people who do them are, are are not deterred from doing them and because people who do them are not deterred others join them because they are encouraged to say, oh, I can always find a way out. So after arresting them, what happens? 
I didn't take charge to court. When they are charged to court, how, how speedy, how, how fast does justice get served on them? Not a judgment. Mm. How, how are the people who were infringed on, how, have, how are they feeling when they have to go to court for land issues at times for up to 20 years? And uh, some people is uh, apparently enjoying uh, uh, the, the, the laborious and long time they are going to spend in court. So I think it's a good one that they are arrested, but we need to have more action apart from arresting then what are we going to do on of this on this issue of um for lack of a better i don't want to use the word hoodlums agbiroism in nigeria in communities in markets in like they are unofficial tax office officials and officers in this country that you know harass the people we don't like to talk about it, but it's just a fact. And it's something that subconsciously we've all accepted. If you want to build a house, you're going to have to factor in or money money into the budget of your construction. If you want to um, shoot a video in your area, you, you to, might have to pay want, somebody or take a picture. To mount a billboard, you you're going to have to pay. While you're mounting it, some guys will come with your car and will stop you there. You understand, and we wonder after I've paid all the government, they will tell you our land will be. You tell them, we pay, we need it in Samonda. No, this is Samonda. They can even tell you, but I love them. They have territories. What I can do is that what you call a is a function. Let me say, I don't want to be careful of what we have, of where we are as a people. The other time, we keep saying coronavirus puts us in a state of our development. So, this is a and maybe it's getting worse because of worsening poverty. Maybe it's getting worse because some people refuse to educate, to get educated or to do anything positive for themselves, you know. But it's just who we are at this time. Maybe in 50 years' time, our children may not have to talk about this because maybe the issues and system will work better for them. Maybe poverty will have been reduced. Maybe our population will not be so overblown <laughs> that uh, it's not an advantage for us. Okay. Our population should be an advantage for us. Yes, it should. But you and I know it's not an advantage. Mm, you know? mm. Rather, our population is an advantage for producing economies mm. who turn us to the consumer Consumers. economy. Mm. Do you understand? So, the agrarian you talk about, even in offices, even government uses them hmm. to collect taxes. Have you wondered how the people who collect money for emblem, uh, gaseous emission, uh, mobile advertising, are, are you wondering how they look like? Yes. They really look like the usual government workers. No. You realize that some people have, have been brought in, look as if they have been mercenaries to, to just <laughs> to get come money and for you. At, all, at the all road. cost. Mm. Do you understand? It's even, it's, it happens every time on the road. You just see them with nails and they don't listen to anybody. They, even most of like they are close to the police. And the police said they go and search with them. Hmm. In fact, they, they have they have structured in a way that before, just before a police point, they just before just after a police point, in the very terrible part of the road. That's where they will be where collecting you, their own. Where thing. you will not be able to move to, away from them. So what you call agrarianism, whether you want, you want to use the word hoodlum, whether you don't want to use the word hoodlum, is actually hoodlumish. Hood, <laughs> if, if there's a word like that, in a way, hmm. and it actually represents where we are. What we are, who we are as a, as people, a people at this moment. From the Guardian newspaper, be first to take coronavirus vaccine, can tells government officials. Christian Association of Nigeria has demanded that planned COVID-19 vaccination should begin with President Mohamedou Buhari and other government officials. The demand came just as the Secretary to the Government of the Federation, Boss Mustafa, advised Christian leaders not to take COVID-19 conspiracy theorists seriously. 
can also state the need for officials to be vaccinated publicly to encourage citizens on the validity of the vaccine. The association made the demands on Wednesday as it commended the president for signing COVID-19 Health Protection Regulations Bill 2021. Can President Reverend Dr. Samson Ayokunle spoke at a meeting organized by the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency to sensitize Christian religious leaders on COVID-19 vaccine in Abuja. He noted that there had been conspiracy theories about the COVID-19 vaccines and that the fears would be dispelled if officials take the vaccination first. I'm going to stop right there. You can track the rest of the story from the Guardian newspaper. Be first to take coronavirus vaccine, Cantel's government officials. Yes. Um, is it waiting for me? Leadership. Leadership. The camp president is also a leader. I also admonish him to be one of the people first to take that it will as also well. line up for. We shouldn't waste it. Health. We have um, frontline but, but healthcare that, workers. Yes, but now there's a, there's citizen about the about about the about the uh, about the vaccine, and I think it's that citizen that is making people like uh, uh, Reverend Aishupaya Kunle. Uh, to say the leaders must take it first. Mm. They have also said it that it will be televised live. Um, that it will be televised live. That the governor has said the governor will take it to be televised live. Mm. People are saying, "Yes, you sure it's coronavirus vaccine they are taking?" You know, that they are not giving them uh, something else. So, you know, are people are that cynical. But it's a double-edged sword because on one hand, if the leadership has said, "No, let the people take first," they will say, "Ah, <laughs> so you want us to die first, Abi?" But if the leaders are said we are taking first, they say, ah, we know you now. You are you selfish. Serve so first. I, I think I really pity the people in leadership. Because for every decision they take, for considered decision they take, there's always a lot of people who have contrary views. They're also grounded in logic. Mm. Mm. They're also grounded in logic. That if they are not careful, the, the logic of the naysayers will overwhelm their, their own logic. But we have seen other crimes. We saw we saw even uh, President Biden mm. took the vaccine as a uh, 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 president elect. Mm. We saw Kamala Harris take it as the pres- as the vice president elect. We saw Mike Pence take it. It was only the president, Putos, the former president, who did not take it and who is not likely to take it. But then we should be leadership by example. But then when they take it, they should also factor in the health workers mm. who are exposed daily because of what they do mm. to this coronavirus. You know, I think they should be made a priority. The elderly one who have. I don't know. How we, I, I'm just scared. I don't know how we're going to how do How we're going to, you know, do that do, in a sharing formula. We even, because even in Europe, it's an issue. Mm, mm, the mm. European Union has said, if you produce, we must know where you're taking them to. Mm, That's mm. more like saying, don't take them out of Europe. Yeah. And but, some people have already started fighting. They're blocking us from receiving vaccine here. They're blocking you us. Mm. As we are even saying, this vaccine is meant to come and kill us. So which one's gone? Do you understand? Yeah. It's so complex. But I, the most important thing, in my opinion... That the vaccine may not get to love Nigerians even by the time coronavirus will be over. over. Maybe mm. it's after it's over in five years' time. They will not bring our massive vaccine. Or it will be like something they impose on us. You have to get a yellow card. You have to get coronavirus the, the, card too. Yeah, you, <laughs> I will just get the card, not the mm. vaccine. Which is what happens <laughs> at the airport now. You pay, they give you the card, they tell you to come back. In Nigeria, that's in Nigeria. Yes. It happens in someone in Ghana. They say, yeah, just go to that desk. They give you the real vaccine and then they give you the card. Wow. In Nigeria, what they will do is they'll to write use, your name and give you the card, card and, and tell you to come and back. You are Vaccinated already. <laughs> <laughs> Seven forty-one. We've got bills to pay. We take a commercial break, and when we come back, uninterrupted interaction. Don't go anywhere. In the meantime, you can start to drop comments at Fresh FM Abel Kuta. <laughs> 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 
then don't try that kitty babrekete. For a bill kuta on stay, their name na shoba. Services Nigeria Limited. They be on get better quota for planning and forwarding the agency to send anything to anywhere in Nigeria or to abroad. We last see shoba services Nigeria Limited who help you send them to anywhere. Local and international delivery like letter, document, and pursue. Not be only this one be their job. They sabi about all this one as well. Yeah, and see fry. Yeah, ticketing, insurance. So over services Nigeria Limited. Eh, eh, eh. Go meet them for their office today. Where they number 47 Olusha Gon Shoba Row. Okay, Lewo Abelta. Their WhatsApp number B 0818-900-8976. Telephone line 0802-387-5069 and 0818-900-8912. Website www.showoba.com.ng on social media. Showoba services Nigeria Limited. Email S-O-W-K-L-T-D at yahoo.co.uk. Showoba services Nigeria Limited. Let me go meet them today. Find that when they talk about find out that remedy, they learn from where we did because to find the easy for me. I wonder that is what we say easy way well for me now. Licking my NIN to my glow line. Hey, don't tell me, bro. I feel just first now pick up my phone. Go use the USSD code by Dalista 109 star. My NIN hash. Uh-huh. Quickly, I go just text my NIN to 109. I feel also visit glowworld.com slash NIN or talk my super fast internet. If I come the area where we say glow. Word near me, let's just walk and enter. And if you don't forget your NIN, that star 346 hash, you don't get them back. So people there, they call the ask question. Hey, we don't call register for NIN. Don't worry yourself. Just walk and enter any nearest glow world. No, let them disconnect you from all their messy voice and data offers where they inside glow. Linking your NIN, they're safe and it's 100% free with zero wahala. No, grandmasters of data. You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM. Seven forty-four on the clock on Fresh One Hundred Seven Point Nine FM. Abel Kuta, welcome back. The numbers to dial if you want to be part of the conversation on Freshly Pressed. The numbers are zero eight zero thirty-three twenty-two ten seven nine zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seven nine. And on Twitter, you can drop your comments at Fresh FM Abel Kuta. Hello, good morning. Uh, Lola, okay, good morning. Good morning to you. What's your name and where are you calling us from today? You have Solomon on the line. I'm calling you from Lagos. Welcome, Mr. Solomon. Nice to have you here. Let's have your contribution, sir. Thank you. Good morning. Morning, sir. Um, let me talk about the issue of uh, Mr. Sunday Bowo hmm. in Lagos State this morning. Hmm. I think this is lack, capital lack of leadership in Lagos State, as far as I'm concerned. We, we saw what happened in Okego. In Oyo. And you know Ibarakwa is very close to Ugo State. This is common sense here. You supposed to know that those people that are been chasing away from Ibarakwa 
definitely they will move to state. As a governor, a leader of the state, what are you doing about it? Look, sometimes we all focus our, all our attention on president, 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 within our area, our facilities. We are not interested in what is going on. And I'm here, I'm the asking, when you, when you put the ball, we say the ball stuck on this uh, president table, but when you come to security vote, you stuck on the uh, governor, uh, governor table. If you know you cannot provide security for your state, please stop taking the uh, security vote. There is no point. There is no point. So I, I don't really understand what is really happening in the state. I'm, I'm, and when you complain, people will say they are living in Lagos. So if I'm living in Lagos and I'm from Ogun State, so I should not talk about Ogun State. It's so sad. Hmm. We have lack of leadership in Mugu State in, in terms of infrastructure, in terms of security. Look, I don't really know what is happening in Mugu State for Christ's sake. I hope we have we have we don't enter it already. We don't enter one chance. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Solomon. We appreciate your contribution. Please, if you're sending me messages on Twitter, don't forget to tag me at Rolly Bello. So it's at Fresh FM Abel Kuta, but be sure to tag me at Rolly Bello so I can see your comments and I'll be sure to share it. And if you've put the comment up already, just go and reply with at Rolly Bello so I can see it. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. What's your name, please? And where are you calling from today? My name is Prince. My name is Prince from Okilewo. Hi, Prince. Welcome. Let's have your contribution. Okay. Uh, I just want to comment about the Yoruba show okay. of corruption in there. Mm. I quite agree with him on the defense. That's what I mean. Okay. If you look at our society, I've seen parents buying permanent money mm. for their children. Okay. I've seen people, even the artisans, the carpenters, give them money mm. that has to buy you parts. For your whole street, they will show you another person to tell hmm. the, the issue of corruption is more than looking at the leaders. See, usually that's what we are talking about. They came from among us. They are us. They are the reflection of who we are. They are not from Congo. They are not from Switzerland. They are, they are Nigerians. So, what Robert Kiel is saying that his reflection of Nigerians is very, very, very correct. Hmm. That's what it's to do with the comparison with Jonathan or not. That's nothing. It's just the basic truth. The problem Jonathan had in Nigeria, I told you that there was this corruption before Jonathan. But the issue people had Jonathan, instead of that feeling, he was trying to define corruption as feeling. Given excuses. Even there was a time he said corruption was not even a problem for Nigeria. It's not even the number one problem of Nigeria. And we all know the problem of Nigeria. It's endemic. Maybe it's part of our agenda, we don't know. Because it doesn't get any problem. Yes, go to think, go to go to the much prince thank you so much we appreciate you and your contribution
Thank, Thank you so much. I mean, it's um, a double-edged sword as far as I'm concerned. And we all agree that there's corruption. Nigerians, for some reason, have allowed corruption to sort of seep into our daily existence. And it has become a part of our society. But the problem with what Gary Bashir, who said, is that that Transparency International Index report that came out um, was not, you know, judging based on the civil, um, judging based on private businesses or, you know, the average Nigerian citizen. It was looking specifically into the civil service, judicial reform, and things to do with government and governance. I agree that our leaders are not from Mars and they come from within, within us, us, the people. So, our leaders are a reflection of us, the people. And I've often said to even Akim Karim, I guess, maybe off the microphone, um, that part of the reason why the fight against corruption is difficult is because we are all involved, one way or another. If it isn't the leaders, it's us, the people. What do I mean by that? So it's my cousin, your uncle, my aunt, my family friend, your brother's friend that are working in the civil service that are the ones in leadership. We are the Nigeria that you know we are currently experiencing and if we do not all make a concerted effort but the burden is on the government they are the ones we've elected as leaders and as such we expect that they put structures and systems in place that make corruption you know unattractive it starts from them yeah but then it's it's from the home and from the home it's it's, it's just the same the last caller was saying oh mr gabashi was right that is point of view good point of view but he said, oh, Jonathan was trying to rationalize it. So what Mr. Gabashi also trying to do? Rationalize it He also put well. it in a context mm. that it's not the government. The same way, Jonathan government did not tackle it. Do you understand? What the, trans- the Transparency International deals with empirical facts and figures. The people in government who want to defend their principles ignore facts and figures. They, at- uh, 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 they try to um, as apply, uh, they try to seek for seek for emotional justification instead of hardcore facts and figures. This is what matter is that corruption is worsening in Nigeria. The Nigerian government is probably helpless about it because if these issues are working right, that's why it's transferring international. Mm-hmm. If these issues are working right, all these issues we call files going to hospitals. Let me tell you, so I was at a, a, a healthcare center and they told me. Yes, I come over from where? What do they call that one? I come over After that, I said, ah, you're going to pay this amount. I said, why? For you, the government facility, if I even go to a private hospital, I would not spend this much. Mm. But because that woman probably was working without supervision. Mm. Now, that woman would not have done it if the systems were right. Now, whose business is used to put systems to check the greed of people, mm. to check services of people? It's the people who have elected. Mm. So when we now rationalize for them and say, yes, yeah, the people mm. that are bad, who made the laws? Will the bad people make the laws for themselves? Mm. No. Do you understand? I do, I do. That, that is it. So on one hand, you are trying to just Mr. Gariba Shehu, but you are trying to put the general administration in context that they're defending. The same thing Mr. Gariba is, is doing, doing pretty much. Moment. Everybody's trying to rationalize, but... We can rationalize it as much as we like. What we need is systems that work, like Akim Karim rightly said. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Rala Kebelu. Good morning to you. Me. Yes. I'm Kadi from Abekuta. Good I morning. Your brother there, Akim, good morning to you. Morning, sir. You see, Rala Kebelu, let me tell you something. You sum up everything you wanted to see. You give us opportunity to talk. I've been calling you. We also have cases we're going to work this morning. But then, let me go to do my own issue. You see, before now, I want to ask Gaba Shiu concerning the IGP. They are telling us that Wari is in Abuja and Tawra or Katsina. 
Uh, you see, before now, they used to tell us Mr. President can walk anywhere. Isn't it? He can walk anywhere. If he can walk anywhere, then he should be able to transcend his own comfort for others so that others that are supposed to work for IGT as IGT for this country will come up. Not that they should delay. We don't even mind if they will go and bring any ICS person to come and run the IGT for us. But then let them destroy the needful. Then as to as regard Auguste, I think I want to give it to for whoever who said anybody who is open to help us into the issue for the, the issue of security situation in Auguste is welcome. I think Sunday Boo is a stakeholder of Western State, a Yoruba for that matter. He can quickly come and then help us in this kind of mess the Fulani has have put us into or they have dragged drag us into for long. You see, people saying that capital lack of leadership in Auguste is a wrong insinuation. It's, where do we have the recent disputes coming from? Coming from the head, top from Abuja down to anywhere. And I won't say a few reason why somebody who doesn't know what is operating in Ogun State, who lives somewhere in Lagos, like he says, will come and probably see what is doing, being done in a very good way in Ogun State, and then thinking that he will come up on the end and then be talking like as if he owns everybody. No! Governor of Ogun State has been doing his best. The Oyo State also has been doing his best. Let's go and see what Buhari is doing to us. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Thank you for your contribution. It's 7.55 on the clock. The number to dial is 080-3322-1079. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Rolakem. Good morning to you, sir. Welcome. Uh, what, what is the new name? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you <are not> <laughs> thank you. Oh, don't mind, Mr. Kaya did a call. That's it. Rolakem Bello. It's Rolakem Bello during the Thank you, Mr. Poloni. Welcome, sir. Okay, Let's, have your contribution. Let's have your thank contribution. Let's have your contribution, sir. Good morning. My good brother, morning. Good morning. Oh, ah, I'm giving quiet, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. I also sympathize with leadership in Nigeria. Mm. In as much as I love to criticize, I'm 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 the I'm a worst critic that no person in authority wants to toy with. Everybody does that. And uh, let me just tell you that it is not a big deal to live in Lagos and call Ogusi. Thank you. Some of us have homes, not only houses, we have homes in Lagos. And we still live in Ogusi, so we come from anywhere. Really? Now, I will say that security is a joint effort. I want to add that news. I wonder that could this have come from any government? Mm. I think no government will say such a thing that it leaves all the security apparatuses and is now inviting an individual. To oversee the security of this country. But that does not stop anybody that has new ideas to come and introduce it. I have not against something to who I like him, what he's doing is good. If all of us can join us to do the same thing, it should be okay. But I think it is an illegality to try to evict any type from anywhere in this country. Mm. We have uh, the Federal Republic of Nigeria. You can live anywhere. I've lived all over the country, so and I know that it, it, it's kind of absurd. It's kind of uh, how do I put it? it? It's strange to me to hear that uh, you want to evict uh, some some ethnic group from any part of this country. It's only criminals we should go after. Hmm. My house in my twelve, I have ninety percent Hausa people, and some of them are full of They've hmm. been staying there for thirty years. 
in my house. They never hold me rent. In fact, my agent in that particular building in my job is is from Castina. Hmm. So what are you talking about? So and uh, the, the other one that took care of my father in another house is is from Sokoto. Hmm. My my people speak fluent house. I I don't see why we are trying to build this into an epic epic thing. Hmm. Let's go against the criminals. Let government also be more proactive as they are being criticized to be. That is the way to go. Let's not uh, uh, criminalize any ethnic group. Please. Some Thank of them you very are much, so very, very hospitable people. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your contribution. Um, I mean,